0: listening to not another origin story the comic movie podcast that even time travel couldn't stop i'm your host pokes and i'm joined by jcvd's wallet wig maker ben chapman
1: oh boy i i i have no words i'm without words right now because um uh, like previous episodes of this podcast i have just watched the movie i like to watch it right before i record it I am And it blew your mind. I am both thrilled and furious at the same time, but I'll save that for later.
0: All right. Well, we're also joined by uh, our guest, Mike Hayes. Mike, how's it going?
1: Uh, hello. Uh, it's going good. Um, <laughs> that was natural. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just <laughs> trying to. I'm butter. just trying to mimic the uh, the future of 2002 dialogue <laughs> that we just that we've witnessed here. Do you have more quips for us? Uh, uh, everything's in. Uh, <laughs> everything's equipped every ten seconds. Is your quipping? Uh, were there? I only
0: counted two quips. No, I'm not sure. Either one of them. Low your counted. bar for quips. All the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: no. These were not quality quips. These were QQs. No, no, no. There, there, there. Poor quips. Uh, they are real real TQs, Oof. PQs. All these all over. No QQs. Uh, that it's, it's definitely an interesting
0: film. I, I think uh, we, we succeeded in our goal. We wanted a different type of movie after doing Scott Pilgrim and. <laughs> Ben nailed it by picking this. This
1: is being compared
0: to <laughs> Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, yeah. Oh! Well, we were saying we had a hard time kind of making fun of Scott Pilgrim. And oh, sure. And we wanted something that was maybe a little easier to talk about. And uh, this one definitely has plenty of room. Oh. So, so yeah.
1: th- we're talking about this in a negative manner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. This is, okay.
0: This is definitely my new favorite film. Oh, you're going to rank it number one in <laughs> on our
1: list? I'm ranking it number one of all films ever made. <laughs>
0: Paul Blart, and move over. That's right. The sequel, though, not the first one.
1: Let's not be... Oh, um, no. What's Yeah.
0: Now <laughs> then, uh, we saw Time Cop, of course. 1994 is classic with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, really just mastering English on every level.
1: Yeah, there's a couple moments in the film where we, I pause and said, Mike, what do you think he just said? And we, <laughs> wrote, and we wrote down what we thought he said, and then we played it back and tried to figure out what he actually said.
0: That sounds like a fun game.
1: <laughs> I think we have only one good example of it, but yeah, yeah. Now, uh,
0: this is just something I I wanted to do real quick. I was looking on IMDb to see who was in the movie and stuff, and uh, did you read the tagline for this movie?
1: No, what is it?
0: They killed his wife ten years ago. There's still time to save her. Murder is forever, dot, 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 until now. Wait. That's not the
1: plot to the movie. No, it isn't. (laughs) At all. Well, uh, to be honest, though, I think the uh, the writers of this plot lost track of the plot in the third act of this movie. I think they lost track of it right after Jump.
0: I think they are like, <laughs> here's the idea we've got. People travel back in time. What's the plot? I told you, people travel back in time. I... Oh, there has to be a story? Which is weird, because the guy who wrote this wrote the comic book.
1: Yeah. I, I genuinely think that he wrote the comic book with the intention of a movie. Because it's, it's just... Uh... <laughs> yeah i think you're totally right because well, he he's... then well because just just to get this out clear but for people who are like how the hell are you doing time cop that's not a comic book i swear to god it is um it first appeared in dark horse uh comics number one which is an anthology
0: yes which they still produce every so often
1: it was a short it was a short story comic in that anthology that inspired the movie, and then they released two comic books with the movie. So yeah, I think you're totally right in that he just wanted to make a franchise. I mean, he's been doing. A, he he made other comics beforehand. Hmm. Yeah, he wrote the mask. I I mean, yeah, I was gonna
0: say he he wrote for Smallville, Battlestar Galactica, Heroes, the Constantine show that got canceled.
1: That yeah, you you could, I mean, he's obviously that ingrained in in visual media. Yeah, so I guarantee he's like I can write a comic. That's just a storyboard for a movie. Let's just do this, and then just just didn't care about anything and we're talking about mark verheiden verheiden whatever is verheiden, verheiden i verheiden. Guess, Have that you that my my guess very german last name um yeah now <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of a, a movie that got produced this movie
1: uh... <laughs> Did it? i don't know if i saw much production it involves. to be honest uh,
0: by the way you are aware there's a sequel to this right eh?
1: i wanted to watch it and a tv show
0: yes and a bad
1: video game. <laughs> I could see like a
0: TV show working maybe. But anyways, let's go ahead and do the the by the numbers real quick cuz oh, I I love hearing Ben's guesses. Uh, uh, what do you think the budget was for this movie? 1994.
1: All right. I, you think at this point I would have learned like the range of budgets on movies, but I haven't. I'm going to say I'm going uh, to am going to say uh, I'm going to say 15 million spent on this movie. That That is not a horrible guess. Okay.
0: I'm going to pat you on the back for that one.
1: All right. Here we go. Here we go. Mike, do you have a guess? Oh, I... Mm. Fifty million one? You gotta price it? No, I'm gonna me. say fifty-three million. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mike, that was a horrible guess. You <laughs> saw that green screen <laughs> oh, when this. the truck ran him over? That was the worst green screen. Wait, oh in we're history. going off nineteen ninety four dollars, not two thousand four dollars? Oh okay. Uh, I'm yeah. confused at what is the reality here. Oh, are you giving me the
0: number in Confederate gold? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. Robert E. Lee Bouillons, of course.
0: Uh, no, the actual budget was $27 million, which still seems excessive. It's
1: very excessive. They spent it all on flashlights for their dumb future guns.
0: Oh, God, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> how much do you think this this movie made domestically?
1: That's um, just the United States. You know what? I might have a guess on this one because in looking at up stuff of this movie, this was one of Jean-Claude's top grossing films. Not, it was but, Not the v- most, but... Yes. One but, of the most, so that's going to be a lot. I, well, I'm this gonna... is
0: just domestic. Not, this movie did have a foreign release. Right, right,
1: right. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go 40 mil. 40 All mil of right. uh, uh, revenue. What do you think? I'm going to 53 million uh, in oh. 90, no, 2004 dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't
0: know what that turns out to, but <laughs> ben is, Ben's pretty close because it grossed 44 million domestically. Oh, man, I'm getting bet- I'm getting good at this. Mm-hmm. The foreign box office was 101 million.
1: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: It is. It was the uh, I think the first Jean Claude Van Damme movie to gross over 100 million dollars. What was
1: that? The only movie to really be released in like you, the Ukraine? Like, what, well, what?
0: I mean, <laughs> I think it was really playing to his audience, which is not Americans.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of true. If you think
0: about it, this movie has a lot of things for the the foreign office. Now, this puts this film at number 87 on our list of comic book movie adaptions, which seems high. 84? <laughs> really? And with... In, or, I'm sorry, 87. 87? With inflation, it's it goes up to 75th. That's stunning. It is. It is alarming on every level. Now, let's... Uh, before we jump into talking about this movie, let's just go to the broader sense of... Uh, their idea this movie is made in 1994 they're positing of what 10 years in the future is going to look like <laughs> let's start off with number 1 which is cars that don't have windows
1: yeah and like a bunch of shit on them yeah like not just covered in metal <laughs> it, it. The entire interior is cushioned, apparently, but hard cushions because it broke that guy's nose. Yeah, when he got put, when he got punched he had, into it, he or he slapped sh- into it, he got pushed into it, his nose broke. But it was all like rubber cell padding for Such an insane a wuss. person. It, but uh, yeah, you, you get a really good shot of that car at the very, very end when he drives back to his wife that it's inexplicably still alive. Um, his car just like has like all these like metal sheets just mm-hmm. randomly bolted to it. It's yeah, a mess yeah. of a car. It's bulkier than cars are now. I it guess looks, they
0: I guess they picked self driving cars, but yeah. you know ours just don't look stupid yeah. as shit. It
1: looks like my eighty five Nissan stanza got driven through like Battlestar Galactica nineteen eighty. Yeah. And like it just looks terrible. It's got like a streak of wood paneling on it. So, it like a little accent of wood. Something. <laughs> like I think that's not part of the design. That's like you could just see that the carpenter did a shit job <laughs> yeah. and it's like sticking through. Some plywood sticking out. Yeah.
0: All right, they Jesus. they they also picked Siri being able to talk to your phone and have it do stuff, mm-hmm. although their version is way better cuz it understands <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. I can't get mine to fucking search the weather. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that he also says television and it goes straight to static. Yeah, it doesn't have the intelligence to put some, the last thing viewed on television or just the blue screen we have or anything. Yeah, not Just just goddamn snub. Straight to static. Which is interesting
0: because like 90% of the TVs in the TEC agency are just showing the color bars that they put on like <laughs> yeah, TVs yeah. At like when they go <laughs> yeah. off the air at night, which they haven't done since like the <laughs> 70s.
1: You mean they're headquartered in an old warehouse with three light bulbs? Mm. <laughs> Well, they had all those
0: color balls, color yeah. bars lighting the thing right yeah. and then their their idea of future guns they oh. appear to just have like a tube on the end of them. They sound weird and they're less effective than normal guns,
1: yep. Except for Primer guy, the guy who was doing the stock market shit. Yeah. Like, he had the weird gun with, like, a slit in it. It was like a shotgun. But I don't... Was anything coming out of it? I thought it was just shooting, like, invisible air or something. It blew holes through walls. Yeah. So it's just, like, an amazing amazing weapon. weapon. Yeah, yeah. They give that to the shitty henchman you dump in nineteen 19- whatever. <laughs> it, the, yeah, the coolest gun in the movie yeah. is gone in three minutes and because. What's... Oh, in, go ahead. In the climax of the movie, the villain uh, whose name I constantly forgot, so I'm just gonna call him Senator. The fucking <laughs> Senator shot his wife kind of almost by accident in the mm-hmm. scuffle, and it's like the the tiniest flesh wound of all. Like, oh. So it's not even a powerful yeah, like weapon. Like or something.
0: Just meh. <laughs> Just Well, like everybody who came to that thing at night brought the dumbest guns. In the future, I guess they were like, because they had flashlights on guns in 1994. That was a thing. They yeah. were like, no, in the future, they're going to attach one of those like fucking police flashlights that weigh like eight pounds that you can yeah. like use as a weapon. I'm like, that would be the worst way to attach a flashlight. You don't pick something that weighs as much as the gun itself. No wonder they couldn't hit anything.
1: You know, that's probably just Obama's gun control right uh, there. Uh, Thanks, Obama. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Alright, well let's let's hop into this.
1: No, more importantly, we gotta talk like we always do, uh what this oh, right. what this series meant to you before you came into the movie.
0: <laughs> well here I'll I'll go first.
1: Uh I didn't <laughs> know this was a comic book until <laughs> and Ben were looking at movies that were based on comic books. Yeah, that that I think that covers all three of us. Oh and- yeah. We're still
0: not even sure it's actually a comic book because Ben tried to find a copy of it and it seems not no, to no. exist.
1: <laughs> so, so uh, just a little backstory for the listeners since this is the whole point of the podcast. Um, the, fir- the the inspiration for the movie, which uh, I think Mike is correct in assuming that it was just a ploy to get a movie, um, came from a, a, a Dark Horse Comics anthology just called Dark Horse Comics, number one, which featured a Robocop story and an Alien versus Predator story, actually. Oh. Um, uh, not the original of either, but just uh, a lead up to Alien versus Predator was in it, and then just a random RoboCop story, plus a short story called A Man Out of Time, which was the uh, initial inspiration for the movie. But then, then two 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 movies came out, uh, two comic books came out called Time Cop, written by the same guy who also wrote the screenplay for the film or co-wrote it or whatever. Um, that and that came out with the movie as like just like an extra piece of media. So those don't quite count because they were made you know with the movie. The only thing that really technically counts is that short story. But uh, no one's read that. And it is nowhere on the internet. I swear to fucking God, I have searched high and low, and uh, I can't even find a little screen cap of it. it. It is just. The best I could do was I found three shots from a uh, Spanish language forum of one of the comics. And I think it was the one made with the movie. So uh, there can't be fans of the original time. Do you think that was like it was like a weird art think piece they were trying to put in between these two like monstrous, violent comics like <laughs> Alien and you know or yeah Predator? Uh, mean, if like... we're
0: really gonna look at it, they they were probably contractually obligated. Like they probably <laughs> signed a deal with Dark Horse and they were like, "Can you like write a short story or something?" Because <laughs> the first Dark Horse presents is a little light.
1: Yeah. But let me, let me read you this. This is the two-sentence synopsis of that comic. The original story involves the main character catching an illegal time traveler who is robbing a South African mine of a huge diamond in the 1930s. Weird choice, time traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, after his captured return, Walker is soon made aware that the criminal's personal robotic bodyguard is still operational in the past and wreaking havoc in that timeline. To restore order, he must go back and stop the robot. Hmm. Sounds so, like a better movie. So, so in <laughs> in the comic, there's a, a, a future where people have robot bodyguards, and then this one guy with time travel, I guess, goes back in time. Well, it, does, it, it doesn't felt like
0: some of the people in this movie could have been robots. <laughs> yeah, That's?
1: I would agree. Valid point. Um, so, yeah, the movie definitely just took a whole took that the idea of the word time travel and made its own story more or less. <laughs> Uh, so let's get into that story.
0: <laughs> All right, well, the movie starts in 1994, everybody's favorite time period.
1: Wait, there... no, Does no, it? It no, it doesn't. It starts with the Civil War. Oh, that's, yeah, I completely,
0: I'm sorry, I forgot. Where some guy from the future has really bad dental care.
1: Uh-huh, yes. Real quick, some guy from the future who never returns. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it apparently works
0: for the Iranians or like some <laughs> yeah. Middle Eastern terrorists, Because later they say they're the ones buying the guns with the gold. So I guess they found some redneck piece of shit to travel back in yeah. time
1: for him. Look, I'm not the smartest man alive, but I can think of a thousand better you, plans. You're not <laughs> to, to to make money off of time travel than just robbing a bunch of armed Confederate soldiers. I, I love. I loved how. Polite he was, <laughs> but in a cocky sense. Like, he knew he was gonna win this. I got laser space guns in my pockets. So he's just very nice and just really wanted them to pay respect to him. And those guns were better, too,
0: than everyone yeah, else's guns. They were better. <laughs> yeah, they were so good that even though he fired into horses, all the horses were fine. Yeah. Only the exactly. riders died. It was a very selective bullet. <laughs> that scene is just like a real nowhere so after after the quote-unquote civil war this whole movie too like i forgot i don't know it's been a while since i've watched a movie that had this low of a production value despite having this big of a budget you can tell every one of these scenes is just on a sound stage
1: oh oh my so God. badly Wait like
0: the- especially in the 1930s you can see that the bit like New York in the background is just on a scrim. It, it's just yeah, like a, mm-hmm. a pa- like a really poorly done painting.
1: The entire exterior to the house at the end, especially, was really obviously oh, like on the backlot at Universal, wherever the hell it was.
0: But <laughs> yeah, I kept expecting to see like the Jaws
1: shark like in the very yeah, background, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like and God there's damn the it. there's the Munster's home over there. And a bunch and, of tourists and going yeah, and getting out of the yeah, I think it was the same house as in the Burbs or something, <laughs> yeah. probably.
0: Yeah, it did feel like it could have been from a number number of different films.
1: But I, I also like the transition at the beginning of the film because you open up that Civil War sequence, which ultimately goes nowhere, uh, uh, and then you cut to the White House, and a man is briskly walking like t- like 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 somewhere in the White House, as if he's gonna like storm into the president's office, and be like, "Sir, there's been a murder in the Civil War." Like, it, it's really confusing what's what, the, the 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 linkage between those two moments except until you reach minute six i stopped the time we looked at it minute six including intro sequence the sentence time travel exists (laughs) is said and then we're like the following sentence is basically we need to regulate it and then that's it you you you've 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 shit the plot of the movie out in the first six minutes (laughs) what's really spectacular is he
0: he comes into this room And it is, like, the largest room in the White House. I don't know what room it's supposed to be. It's, like, the size of a football field.
1: I think it's a double oval office. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then just, like, in one corner, is just, like, not that big of a table. Like, the rest of the room has no furniture in it. I was like, why are they in this room? So they sit down and... He says that time travel's real, and some guy's like, sure it is. And he's like, it is. Here's the science. And he hands him a packet, and they're just like, oh, okay.
1: No one opens it. No questions. Nobody opens
0: the packet either. Well, and then the senator makes a time travel joke, and he references Star Trek, just showing how out of touch American politicians are. There's no time travel in Star Trek until Star Trek Generations, which does not happen.
1: I hate to correct here, uh but uh he was talking about Star Wars and he was talking about the Ronald Reagan uh, Star Wars satellite project, I believe, uh, to stop was missiles it? from flying. Yeah, No, that's
0: that's a separate line. Oh, is he it? Says I'm so he sorry. Says, yeah. he says his, oh, you know, he, was, I think he, he says he something about both. it. Is yeah, oh, okay, this okay. going to be like that stupid Star Wars program? Yeah, okay, like, okay. like, Technically, that was like a thing to stop nuclear war. It really wasn't a dumb <laughs> idea. It's not like he was like, let's build a Death Star.
1: But this guy, <laughs> this guy who seems to be very smart, comes in and explains time travel. Again, not in the movie. Uh, he yeah, he disappears gone. after the scene. He somehow is fully aware of time travel in a way that no one else in the United States government is, and uh, he disappears. He's not important. He can he's not it important. one more
0: time. He uh, has two more lines.
1: And, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and he finishes explaining that time travel exists and that it's really dangerous, and that you can't go to the future, which proves to be totally wrong. And he he says you can only go on in the past, but it's dangerous, and you can't even kill Hitler if you wanted to for some reason. <laughs> Because they don't know how it will affect the future. And then the politicians nod and go, well, how much is it going to (laughs) cost? No (laughs) one one thinks twice about time travel. (laughs) And then what's weird is they're like, we'll
0: give you an oversight committee. And I'm just like, wait, for what? And then they're like, what are we going to call this thing? And they're like, well, it's the Time Enforcement Corps or whatever. But we don't want anybody to know there's time travel. Well, then maybe don't name the thing, which anyone will be able to look up. If it has an oversight committee, or make they're outfits. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They're like why is it called time enforcement?
1: <laughs> yeah. Someone walks in, like I've got these cool badges for us guys. <laughs> oh, we're not calling it time. Oh, he just cries a bit. And they're like, well, all right, buddy, we'll <laughs> oh. use the badges instead. All right.
0: Uh, and then after this scene, after after Ben, like Ben said, so quickly are they? Like, yeah, we're gonna do it. The next scene, we go to the mall, and after a little bit of time, we find out that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme has already been offered a job yeah. yeah, with this agency, which if there's no, like, I don't think there's anything that says, like, a month later, is there?
1: No, there isn't. No. And more importantly, there's, there's no point in the movie that ever suggests what he was doing before this. Like, they don't yeah. ever say, oh, yeah. He's my... a police officer is of it, some it,
0: kind. Is that said? No, but he puts on a police officer's uniform when he gets called out the night he's oh, going to be killed.
1: You're right. Oh yeah. What, they're just they're recruiting just regular police officers. Well, the hey. guy they
0: the guy that they said they want to be in charge of it is just the chief of police, in, I think Chicago. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they say. He's like he's the head. He's the chief of police in. I thought he said Chicago or somewhere. And the guy stands up and he's in like a like a full police officer's uniform, like a dress uniform. And I'm you know, like, why would he be in charge? I is got he a it. History
1: buff. I got to admit, this part, actually, now that we're talking about it, it sounds like the most realistic part of this movie, is the government horribly mismanaging a very important thing and assigning the completely wrong people to look over it. (laughs) That is true. A lot of glad-handing.
0: What I thought was interesting (laughs) was one of the people they picked to send back in time is a guy who has a horrible grasp of the English language. Yeah, like, I, and and nobody tries to blend in when they go back in time these police officers no. are wearing the most ridiculous uniforms,
1: yeah they're wearing like we talked about this through the whole movie there's this weird like f- what the future would be from the perspective of the 90s, which is like the cars vest. and vests yeah <laughs> yeah yeah puffy vests and like and like cinched pants to your boot line mm-hmm. And, and rolled uh, up sleeves and rolled up sleeves not yeah.
0: short sleeves there's a full sleeve there, but you will
1: not leave it down. nothing nothing about his outfit suggests that he knows how to blend in yet the villains are constantly shown to be showing up in these sequences, and they have sh- they have proved to be very good at blending in that one guy's a Wall Street broker who got and, a job who got a job he's got his own office yeah he's, he's doing great running a company. Himself. There's a the guy in the Civil War who looked like he he took a tooth out. To he, look cu- like he was he like a was guy. Yeah, yeah. Guy. I don't know <laughs> if that tooth was taken out. <laughs> well, like. yeah. and then you got jean Claude Van Damme was like, "Yeah, I'll just wear the vest and carry a space gun. Like yeah. that's fine, and right? My mullet'll fit in in 1930, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I I genuinely think that maybe the idea for their logic was, you know, what they're so dumb back then. Like, <laughs> who cares? No one'll believe them anyway. They got scared about a movie with a train coming out. Uh, of them. Like, they're who, bunch they don't of idiots. Anything seems
0: like insane because they do so much to be so noticeable yeah Yeah. it's ridiculous and uh back to the mall though uh (laughs) did you guys recognize that this is this his wife is the girl from slone yep yeah did not realize that and then I got super sad when I did realize it because I'm like wow she got naked in this movie yeah (laughs) That was not a good career yeah, choice. It
1: Really wasn't. Is that what? Is that why she's not in anything after this? No, yeah. but
0: I think she was. Just, I think she got burned, and she was like, "Fool me once, shame on you." You know, shame on me, or whatever <laughs> it goes. Uh, I forgot too how bonkers early '90s fashion was oh, when they're in the mall and they're showing people. I was just yeah. like, "Holy!" Especially the guy, the one movie tough who looks like Danny McBride in Tropic Thunder. He has like the jerry curl hair, but it's like shaved on the side and he's wearing like shin guards like you used to wear when you were a kid and you played soccer. They're just on the outside of his pants and he's wearing like an Arsenio Hall shirt. It's it's, like the weirdest group of people I've ever seen.
1: Also, he comes to tell her that he has a new job.
0: (laughs) No, he just comes to tell her that he wants to bang her.
1: But how did she, he, like,
0: you don't, And she even says, you're not very good with English, which I was like, harsh thing to say to your husband.
1: No, she bring, she, he brings up his new job with the TEC.
0: He says he, he applied. He doesn't know if he's going to take it. She mm-hmm. says, are you going to take it? And he says, I don't know.
1: How did he know she was at the mall? Is he just a mall rent a cop? It's 1994. Yeah, it's
0: 1994. What else is there to do? Oh,
1: yeah, you yeah, just yeah, go, go to the mall. No matter what. Yeah. They were riding off
0: that <laughs> success of mall rents. You
1: roll a to the mall and <laughs> you steal purses. Yeah, pretty basic stuff. We've all been there
0: where nissan is showing their their new 1994
1: (laughs) and then you get a glimpse at uh what'd you call them oh the white trash time lords right white trash time lords yeah that's the guy i'm saying looks like oh yeah he's
0: one of those we need to i need to find a picture of danny mcbride and tropic thunder and just put them next to each other i was like this guy's like a character
1: please do and then uh around this time we cut to the uh, uh most upsetting sequence jump I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> you mean the one that
0: time. goes right to sex?
1: R- right right to right to John Claude Van Damme's ass directly into it.
0: Now, I found this interesting because like I was watching the movie and I only like when I'm watching these I'm not always 100% like focused in and I was writing my notes so I was like typing frantically about that weird looking dude and all of a sudden I look up and I'm just like holy shit the, this just went straight to a sex scene and I looked it, it's 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they go ten minutes in. They show this poor woman's breast. I mean, not poor. I mean, she's a very attractive young lady. But I feel bad for her that she was like, "This is (laughs) the movie that I'm willing to do it in." Yeah, she. uh, And all of a sudden, it reminded me of the room. (laughs) Yeah, it is (laughs) because it's like uh, a barely comprehensible foreigner lovingly shooting his own ass and having a sex scene within like the first ten minutes of a movie. Yeah, you nailed it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's exactly what's happening.
0: I was like, wow, this is interesting. I, I think I figured out just a little bit more of Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I,
1: I think you could also tell that this was a scene that John Claude insisted be in the movie. Like, you know, the director was like, yeah, and then it's implied that you go home and have sex with her. Anyway, we're going to go to the time age. No, 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 no. 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 no, no Johnny, well, I feel like they were like, the all right, line. we're going
0: to film it. And they were like, you know, they're like, Mia, get on top of him. You know, and he was like, no, no, no. You can't see my glutes if I do that. Yeah, just focus <laughs> right on my ass. I've been I've been doing buns of steel. <laughs> I want my ass to heave like a pair of nice breasts. No, like, don't, just
1: don't, let me see don't, this. Don't say that. John, <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, that I'm heaved. <laughs> oh boy i uh, I do think this is this is very indicative
0: of like the early nineties where there was still movies where they were like just throw tits in because later there is the scene where that guy's watching like the sex tape oh my
1: oh my god and there's the
0: girl with like the really bad nineties fake tits yeah they're, they're so t- bad
1: they're criminal they are criminal
0: oh. uh we'll get to that probably later oh. uh but anyways so after this really awkward love scene they're in bed she waits like it i mean you're not really sure what time it is but it seems like they've been together for five hours, and she doesn't tell him she's pregnant for some reason until he gets a phone call, and she's like, "You have a choice to leave." But I'm like, "If he's a police officer, he he really doesn't like. You can't just not show up as a cop. That's not like a
1: thing. Yeah, he's yeah. expected for important things. Yeah,
0: it's not like they called him in because like the kid who usually runs the Seven Eleven is sick.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's like they're like, uh, "We
0: need you to come in because one of the other officers was murdered."
1: <laughs> I'm like,
0: on slushy God. duty. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go uh, <laughs> my Jean-Claude Van Damme is way gayer than he is yeah uh, it's my C plus <laughs> now they this is where he gets attacked and I don't exactly understand this is a this is moment where I'm like I don't understand how time travel is going to work in this movie because it, we later find out that these guys are sent back in time by the senator to kill Jean-Claude Van Damme and his wife but fail But then never try again? I I guess they... And why? Is there like... So is there like a whole other timeline where something different happened and they went back in time? And then they're like, (sighs) I guess let's just see how this one
1: plays out? Well, a second confusing question is they ambush uh, Max. His name's Max, right? Yes. Yeah. They ambush Max as he exits his home and they shoot him. They think they killed him. He's got a vest on, Mm -hmm. which is weird because police officers don't just sport those all the time. Actually, they do. Do they? Well,
0: I don't know if they did in 1994, but yeah, yeah. all police actually wear bulletproof vests now. So he, so he gets shot
1: twice. Uh, they go inside, and they take a really long time killing his wife. Uh, <laughs> and then when he gets up, finally, and tries to come in, the house explodes in a way that makes it seem as if they're still inside. They don't seem to leave.
0: Well, but we later find out they must have gone through a little poorly done CGI time portal. I,
1: yeah. I, I guess so. <laughs> I think they they only attacked or they went to that specific time out of respect like that's yes. the earliest time they could have done it because i think there's a rule that you you have to know about time travel to be killed by someone with time travel or something i don't know because why wouldn't you just go back before, before that and kill him before he knows true, no there's yeah, no way okay, no. that's, that's true i know that's not i know i'm just What other reason yeah, he did not go before he knew about time travel it's it's the why john not, connor fallacy where it's like why wait until he's yeah. like just just do he, baby he just knows now baby do it beforehand <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, the question is, why not just go back in time and tell your previous self, "Don't hire that guy; he's a drug addict."
1: But that's what we talked about, and when then they just they don't hire him. Problem solved. Well, when they changed the whole system on him at some point, why is he still employed there? Yeah, they didn't recognize him, but like he was still technically don't, there or whatever. Don't even give me that. Started oh. on the time enforcement agency that seems to be unaware that time travel exists in this <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Their agents show up and they're like, "Man, things were crazy in the past." They're like the past, it's not. It's all like that. What is past? <laughs> I had a sandwich like you had no contingency for one of your agents changing the past uh, well gosh.
0: yeah and that's the other thing that doesn't make any sense is they can tell when someone's changing the past but then when it gets changed they don't know
1: or don't even at least recognize that someone might be giving them clues or have signs that yeah. the past has changed they if, have no idea how to look for that if you work in a department whose whole job is to protect the past from changing and one of your agents comes back and is like everything's changed you don't go huh but that's not what it's like now. What, who are you? What's going on? You go, oh, I don't know that, but I'll have to believe you. Because. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, shit.
0: Yeah. We are not good at our jobs. Maybe yeah. that's why they pretend like they don't believe me. Oh, my him, God. Like, ooh, this is, I, not, I, this I, is terrible. terrible. I
1: screamed about that for most of this movie. Oh, he was not happy.
0: <laughs> um, This, we go back to the 1920s where some guy has murdered himself. And uh, this guy who's trying to blend in utters the phrase, eh, shit happens. A classic yeah. 1920s phrase. Nail goes upstairs, it. goes into his office, doesn't want to listen to 1920s music, and pulls out a bulkier, less convenient form of a portable CD player.
1: <laughs> like, it's a mini-disc player. I'm yeah.
0: Playing. And he puts in the song, listens to it for about three and a half seconds, and then pulls out to, like, buy more stock. <laughs> and then he has to have a new version of the newspaper to be like, what's it worth a year in the future? It's like, well, it doesn't matter, no. dude, if you buy it.
1: Here's what fucking confuses me. He's got a paper from his time in like 1920 something. Yes. His paper he brought is from 2004. It shows the date. Yes. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like,
0: he travels back in time every morning. You to can't get a-
1: inform yourself on 1920 stock from 2004. Half those companies don't even exist anymore. Well, well, that's well when he he's specifically pick, picking certain ones. Yeah, yeah, he does. He was pick doing very the specifically,
0: uh, like a gold mining company.
1: Do you think? But wait, I'm he, like,
0: does he really need the
1: newspaper for that?
0: Gold has gone <laughs> up historically. Everyone knows that. It, it's it gone up in value since <laughs>
1: they found it. Yeah. Pogues, you just made an interesting point. Do you think he comes to work every day through time travel? Yes. Oh my god, I didn't even think yeah, about that. Yeah, he brought that's the paper brilliant. in his briefcase. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was today's paper. He goes every damn day! <laughs> Which means I, he, his commute is amazing! Which means he has like a shitty apartment somewhere, and he gets up and brushes yeah. his teeth, puts on a 1920s That's why suit it makes sense. <laughs> and he still owns out. the stock. Okay. <laughs> but still, I like the idea that he's commute. He gets, uh, he gets in his time travel device every day. Which is also
0: get... a very complicated car.
1: Oh my goodness. We'll save that. We're going to save <laughs> that when we get to it. Okay. I have a now, lot to say.
0: This is an interesting point is uh, when Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up, this is the only time he travels through time and appears where he wants And when he won, yes, yes, yes. The next time he time travels, he falls into a lake, which which is the like the
1: reflecting pool.
0: No, it's it's like whatever the lake, the the river river is like like, right outside of DC.
1: That's right, yeah, or Potomac.
0: Yeah, it's been in the same place since they founded DC. (laughs) So it's not (laughs) like they were like. Shit! It moved ten years ago. Hell,
1: it's been there since before GC. At well, be some point, it's always been there. At some point, he's dropped in a freeway, which appears to be anywhere near where he needs to be, <laughs> and is
0: almost run over by a truck. But luckily, it's just a green screen truck, so he's fine. That's
1: yeah, that's fine. It's okay. It seems like if their time travel like method is that clumsy. All Like, like half of their angels must end up stuck inside walls or, like, thrown off of, like, buildings. One yeah, reason it's expensive, the they keep the having center. to, like, pay yeah. for the funerals of, of employees and, like, compensate the families. Like, that's expensive. You just have people in the past finding bodies half-formed <laughs> <Yeah>. into walls.
0: <laughs> now, we've already talked about how he shows up and makes no effort to disguise himself. They get into a, a massive gunfight. He uses martial arts, which would have been extremely bizarre in the 20s, but doesn't kill either one of the guys. So you would think they would go and tell a story. Then they fall out of a window and disappear on a crowded New York street, which everybody's looking up because people keep killing themselves outside of this building. Mm
1: -hmm. So real quick, too. um, Could
0: that be more? And then they phase back in and there's only one of them and he dies. And I'm like, could that have been... A more suspicious turn of <laughs> events
1: for anyone there. That's why I was wondering, like, are they just think the people are dumb, they don't care? Because why would you edit it back like they edited the reality like it was a movie. They're like, well, we're cutting this guy out now. Let's put the single guy back in now. We put him on trial, and then yeah. we'll throw the other guy back. Right back where he was. Yeah. Right right there. So we just Wait, we're gonna we're gonna edit this up a bit.
0: Let's talk about uh <sighs> their time travel real quick. Their trial. They come in, they said, You've been found guilty of trying to alter time his crime is he's buying stocks and then he's going to hold them through a company till he like till current day so he's going to have all that money the least like offensive of all time travel like he's really (laughs) only affecting one person
1: yeah he makes that argument when when uh max has got him pinned against the wall he's like i'm just improving my own bank account
0: yeah even though we find out later he's working for the senator or whatever still his crime is just theft
1: yeah, it's no worse than
0: like Bernie Madoff. Yeah, right. you know he's basically committing fraud. He's time embezzling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They sentence him to death. It's yep. a, I'm <laughs> like that. Does can't you just put him in jail in the future? Also, this, this
1: this they give you a glimpse. This department has its own judicial system. Yeah, that's
0: which is apparently like more violent than the the judges and Judge Dread. Like they're like, you found guilty. Do you have anything to say? He's like, no. They're like, all right. It's a capital offense. We're going to murder you. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's like, say something. I'm like, so the arresting officer can't even be like, hold on. He told me he's working for somebody. We probably shouldn't kill him. We should probably question him. They were just like, no, only he can talk. It's just like, I was like, wow, this is a horrible system. A
1: terrible system. Also, do you think the actress who played the judge there was really disappointed when she found, when she got cast as time judge? And she was like, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. And then she's just in that one scene and that's it.
0: And do they just sit there all day? at the that, yeah, Like sweet. there's just three people? Just wait for time crimes. Uh, I sure do hope it's, like, I, and, and why do they need to be there? Because if they catch you in the past, you're obviously guilty. And apparently it's always just a
1: death penalty. So why exactly is there even a judge there? Who knows? What if the people, what if the way they're killing people was always just dropping them from that building? What if everyone who's quote-unquote committing suicide is just people who have made time crimes, I like and that the movie. judge puts them there, drops them to the ground, it's <laughs> just some weird thing? They just, they just blend in with the stock Yeah, the they're crash. like, ah, oh, they dress them up into, like, 1920s <laughs> outfits, and then they just drop <laughs> or them from a five-story is a building. their version of Looper? Yes! Or since this movie takes place in 2005, they just, like, include people into, like, 9-11 and just have oh, them die no. amongst, wow, amongst too those soon. categories. no too I'm sorry that seems a good way to cover it. you're up. just gonna yeah they're gonna end up on the uh the Arkansas in uh in Pearl Harbor yeah and uh that's one way they go just like ah oh, fuck this is yeah. bullshit yeah you're I gonna, mean you could have
0: said Pompeii that would have been just at least slightly
1: less offensive <laughs> <laughs> just in the meatpacking plants of Dresden but right ah, real quick Jesus this this two, two things I wanna comment on
0: all right well it's been a great podcast (laughs) two
1: things i want to comment on is at some point here um uh, uh, with the 1920s guy is jean-claude fights his two bodyguards one of them appears to be some sort of pugilist (laughs) who brags about having defeated someone in a fight but who is also Uh,
0: conservatively 65
1: yeah exactly he's like i beat
0: somebody up it's like yeah but now you have osteoporosis
1: And and, and having gone back twice, I I realized that Jean-Claude was referencing that fight somehow, or a fight, that the guy, it was a terrible tagline. But he beats that guy up, and then he's like, I saw that on TV. But I could not tell what the fuck he said. I wrote down what I thought he said, which was, I sell bedtime springs on TV.
0: (laughs) No, he says that he saw Tyson versus, or he says... He saw Buster Douglas versus Muhammad Ali or something. I forget who he says. Yeah,
1: he, he, no, Tyson, he, yeah, Tyson he eats versus that someone. sentence hard. Yeah, because the guy he fought said, uh, I watched, uh, whatever his name is, someone Joe... Yeah, no, he said, boxing.
0: I went 12 rounds with... Oh, yeah, yeah, with... with... Gentleman Jim or whatever. And my, with,
1: a famous boxer. Uh, Mike yeah. he said, "Ice him and dice him on TV. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> really, would it have made any difference? The line's
1: no, fucking stupid. No, it's garbage. <laughs> he really could have said yeah. anything. So I have to talk about another point here before we move on. Is it the Irish cop? It is the Irish it cop! It is the Irish it's cop! Really is it, bad!
0: Is it the fact that he is the least Irish human being who's ever lived? The, the Cockney Irish
1: Brooklyn cop? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Jersey, like, with oh, the Jersey fancy, he,
0: he, like... that that's a better Irish accent, is, like, the Lucky Charms. Like, this guy's basically <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow ben, tomorrow would have been a brighter day. And there always have to be like charms.
0: Ben, yeah, ben, it's not even that. It's just like they were like do an Irish accent. He's like I can't. Yeah. They
1: were like ah fuck. <laughs> Who cares? Ben asked me what accent that was and I go I think that was Irish and he looked at me like hmm and then just I think he just agreed with me like fine what else could it like like I don't think he believed me when he no, agreed. No. Well, I I
0: wouldn't it. have believed it either except for that guy is credited in the credits as Irish cop.
1: God damn it! God damn it!
0: But when they and they when they first when he first has his line, I like my note was just like holy shit, that's the worst Irish accent ever. And then they make him talk more, and I was like, no, he made it worse. Like he's just and I I wanted to, I couldn't figure out if that guy was really Irish. If it was like one of those situations where they're like, you're too Irish, dumb it down. He's like, but uh,
1: what? <laughs>
0: you're too Irish. Yeah, he's trying to do an American accent. I'm trying to think. There's a movie where that happens. Uh, Dude is British, and they tell like he's doing like the world's shittiest British accent, and I'm like, you're really British in real life. Why can't you just <laughs> talk normal? Uh, all right, so we go back to the TEC.
1: Uh, which, we, we, we we transition with a soulful saxophone, as are most of the weird scene cuts in this movie.
0: We find out that a lot of people in the future like the mullets hairstyles, or. <laughs> Also the head of this department dresses like he's an extra from the scene in the 1920s. Yep. Like he's yep. wearing like a like a four-piece suit with like a you know it's a very nice outfit. He tells Jean-Claude Van Damme he should go home. He goes to his apartment that has no lights and <laughs> watches what I called the worst sex tape in the world because right when things get good the camera's face in the birdhouse. It's just I'm <laughs> surprised there wasn't the like a loving a loving shot of his own ass in that scene.
1: Mm, i wish there was
0: now he wakes up to some guy getting ready to tase him with i guess the world's strongest taser because those don't usually kill you unless you have a heart condition
1: also the world's slowest because he the 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 henchman pulls the trigger on the taser and then jean claude moves yeah (laughs) and the taser's stuck in the tiled floor of the kitchen too yeah
0: well i think the bigger question is all right that guy misses and jean claude kicks him in the face in that shot you can see the coffee table. Nothing. Jean-Claude Van Damme looks up and there is now a heavyset Asian knife man just standing on the table. Like yeah. It's just like the weirdest jump cut. And then he gets in a fight with this guy and he gets one of his knives and the guy spends the next 30 seconds just attacking the single knife that Jean-Claude Van Damme is holding up. He's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not moving it. He's just holding it straight out. And the guy is like, trying, Like it's like he's sharpening his own knives.
1: You've got to look this scene up if you if you haven't watched this movie before or listening to this podcast. It is the laziest waving we've ever seen. Mike was saying it, 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 it would look like, you know how when like an actor is in a movie and they can't do stunts? So they have to cut it in a way where you don't actually see them make contact mm-hmm. or, or do flips or anything. That's what this felt like. But it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's the whole movie's like like that, that, though.
0: It felt like that if they forgot to cut away so you couldn't tell what was going (laughs) on.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like they cut all the wrong parts. Like They're like, we'll cut away to make it more realistic. But they did the exact wrong times, Mm -hmm. and just everything looks terrible. No fight scene looks good in this movie. It's awful. Like, I've never
0: seen a knife fight that, like, like the knife fight in the, like, whatever that Michael Jackson song is where they tie each other together, (laughs) like, that looked like a more dangerous knife fight. And those yeah. guys are clearly just dancers. Like, I mean, this was... Th- th- it was just terrible. So he it beats was these guys up. There's this well, f-
1: another point here. Um, they've already attempted to kill a Jean-Claude Van Damme and failed in the past, mm-hmm. right? Yes. They sent three guys armed with guns, and they shot him, and they blew up his home, and he survived. So they wanted to make a second attempt. Do they get better guns shotguns, no, bomb saying. his apartment. No, it's just a, a wimpy guy with a taser and, and a guy we're, with two knives. Let's go less lethal. <laughs> yeah. Let's just... Well,
0: yeah, they basically send... The, the guy with the taser looks like the bad guy from Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And then there's just like a chunky Asian dude wielding knives but never trying to attack him. And he gets basically thrown into a pillar and is unconscious. And then... Jean-Claude Van Damme's like in some water and this guy goes to shoot him and one somehow misses a, a full person.
1: Yeah, because he did the splits. He, <laughs> he does shoots, the splits. Shoots yeah.
0: it into this water and then stands there and continues to hold down the trigger until the water touches him, which I don't even know if that would work because he was wearing rubber soles. So I don't even yeah. know if yeah, that would work.
1: Yeah, it was like work. five seconds of garbage. It, the only stunt I think Jean-Claude is able to capably do is the splits. Which yeah. again that's was the just... the only a, thing he can do.
0: Which was another like... Let's film my ass because he's just yeah, in like yeah, a really oh, tight pair yeah. of boxer shorts. And, yeah.
1: And as a reminder, t- in t- in the beginning attempt and the later attempt to kill him, they use explosives liberally. <laughs> yeah. And then in this scene where they know he's asleep and in his own apartment, they send in a dumb guy with a taser. You could throw don't a bomb <laughs> through the window. <laughs> Anything. All
0: right. After this, he runs into an IA <laughs> agent whose name I don't even remember what she is.
1: Wait, no, hold on. He doesn't run into an IA agent.
0: He kicks a guy through a door. Yeah, a, guy,
1: a guy who's already unconscious <laughs> slash dead. I'm he, pretty sure he's dead because he says 50,000 volts. I'm, he dropped I'm in the corpse sheet. of Steve Buscemi through a door. Yeah,
0: that guy died. <laughs> this guy is, I feel bad for this actor because we just keep trashing his appearance. <laughs>
1: But that guy fucking died! Well, he's dead, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, and then they he cut up to the hallway dead. and he's kicking him through a wall. What do you, pick him up and then kick him through a wall? And then the IA agent comes in and goes, Hi, I'm with internal... <laughs> he doesn't even address the
0: situation. Well, and then these police run up and they're wearing, like, vest. And the word police is, like... <laughs> from like their <laughs> neck to like their belly button it is the largest i'm like wow those guys really want to make sure you know they're the police
1: it looks like the police from the fifth element you know those oh, yeah, weird, yeah like body like super huge clunky armor suits except for
0: with any forethought or execution put into the side <laughs> yeah. they're like just grab some vest and just spray paint police on there
1: and pokes do you know where we go next
0: we go back to the tec don't we
1: full frontal nudity <laughs>
0: oh that's right yeah we go straight to just just an abrupt
1: cut (laughs) ben could you share your notes because i can see them from right here i wrote whoa full frontal jesus fuck in all caps which i think are the words he said actually when it happened (laughs) yeah and then i wrote because they they cut this woman inexplicably nude like uh uh, fully nude it's like a pov like she's getting ready to blow you yeah, yeah, I think she's undoing his pants or something. They cut to it, to and it. Then, then then they cut to the scene of like the hacker nerd being startled awake. Um, it's not really clear how he's w- watching that. If it's like a headset, he's wearing There's, a headset. They no, pull the heads off. Headset the on. guy
0: pulls off to him. He says, "I swear, if you fuck that thing again,
1: yeah, yeah. right." So, so they know he's looking at like weird VR sex porn. But what's worse is. With.
0: When they zoom out just a little,
1: yep. <laughs> he's in a
0: control room with like six other people. Yes, there's a lot of people in there. <laughs> Including a guy who is no more than a foot away from him. Yeah, no, that guy he, has
1: to hate his job. He, he didn't like, look pleased. Oh, he's Christ. like resting his, hand, his face on his hand and he's just like, oh my god, why can't I leave? They yelled at me <laughs> last time I left. I tried to tell him this guy's a weirdo looking at porn, but they make me sit next to him. I gotta pay for my dead child. Because there's no way that guy's just sitting there. There's no way he's just sitting in his chair like quietly. Like you know, he's making no, sounds he and like is, squirming around, uh, and getting a boner. He's like, look at those '90s <laughs> boobies. Oh, yeah, Oh, and they're no, just. They're, they're so I bad. believe it was called a Woody in '94. <laughs> yeah, you're right. i sorry. Boners, it was not a boner. Boner's the more '2000s term. Yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> now, uh, this is a question I had. I don't know. A, I'm not a police officer. I'm definitely not an internal affairs police officer. But my understanding is when you're brought up for investigation with IA, they suspend you because they think you did something illegal. This, mm-hmm. they don't suspend Jean-Claude Van Damme and in fact send the IA agent on a mission with him? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Imagine that for a minute. Imagine that you're an IA agent and someone's like, we think this guy is killing cops. Anyway, you're his new partner.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>, what? <laughs> Keep in mind, too, that this IA agent, like, they're trained to, like, investigate police. They're not trained to be like they don't go out in the field when you're an eye agent you only investigate other cops you they don't ever, ever the- go out and bust a drug ring or go back in fucking time <laughs> <laughs> now this was something else too so they're they're coming up and they're talking about how this thing works to go back in time and they're like if you don't make it you slam into this wall I'm like, why don't you? Yes! Why don't you just make the runway longer?
1: Motherfucker! or
0: no wall. Just get rid of the damn wall. <laughs> yeah, just put like a small pool of water at the end, and it'll yeah. slow down. right Or ball. Uh,
1: Mike, I think you see, I think might yeah. a ball pit. Just put a ball pit at the end. It's fine.
0: And then they're <laughs> like, they're like, she's like, "Who are these twins?" He's like, "You see those red splotches?" And I'm like, "You guys just leave the remains of two dead people on a wall." Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the janitors are out on leave, you know. We caught them jerking oh, well, off.
0: Well, the janitors are on leave because it's dark out days. Thanks and, a lot, oh, Obama. Yeah.
1: And, and so much... <laughs> Set so time. much joke. So, well, so much is confusing with this time travel. A, 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 a pod that looks like it's just like the part of the X-Wing without the wings... Yeah. ...goes down a track. A track which kicks up a lot of sparks. Wait. Oh, Sorry. I just realized what that thing is. What? That's a raptor from Battlestar Galactica, the TV series. It sure looks like It looks, like looks almost exactly like it. It runs down the thing. It's probably just from the set. Yeah, it's probably from the set. It it rolls down that track. It goes not that fast, really, even though there's fire coming mm-hmm. out the back towards a wall, towards like a big structure that doesn't do anything. They never uh, explain why it has to go fast. Why? And the room's it just... like it, yeah, the room's like inanimate. Yeah, there's nothing going on, and as you just were saying, there's sparks coming out of the bottom, yeah. meaning friction. Yeah, I mean, you're going slower than you could be. And then, if- and then the fucking pod goes into nowhere, and then people just come out the other end.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. get why the pod has to be there doesn't make any sense
1: and so i figured okay the pod is just disposed of like it's a like like a space shuttle you know loses its like uh mm-hmm. yeah like, like launch fuel pod, tanks yeah you know, fuel tanks but no later on they go back in time and the pod just is there again and they yeah come, they're just fine when do they get in and out of the pod it's, it's in it, limbo i think it's somewhere in the last starfighter or something like that they swap <laughs> swap out before they came back and they just showed the pod disappearing, I'm like, are all those pods just, like, ending up somewhere? Is there, like, some farm in Utah in, like, 1976 <laughs> with a, a pile of those things? And he's just like, what are these fucking things? <laughs> who keeps putting these here? It explains Roswell and everything. Like, <laughs> it's
0: like yeah. that scene in The Prestige where they find out that that thing has been duplicating the heads.
1: Oh, yeah, Am exactly. I the only one
0: who saw The Prestige? Because it's not I, as
1: bad I... as people say. No, I saw it. It's good.
0: Uh, now, in this same shot... Uh, the guy, the tech, whose name I don't know, so I'm just going to refer to him as Chronic Masturbator. Yep mm-hmm. he uh, he says something like "Get ready for a blast to the past," and he's yeah. like "Woo!" and I'm like, Yeehaw. "I'm like, does he do this every fucking time they do a launch? Because <laughs> it seems like earlier they do
1: four or five of them a day." It's it's his nine to five. It's his every day. Can you imagine working with that guy? Listen, that guy has so much adrenaline. I guarantee he's doing coke because he is he is jerking it while at work, and yeah. then, and the, uh, when he's on his on time, he's sending people into the past. That's like, his. Like, there's no part of his job that's not that. It's just that. It's yeah. just running the time machine. Well, and virtual reality porn. And virtual reality porn. That would be like if you, like went to like the toll booth on the highway, the guy's like, woo! Welcome to the highway! Like, yeah, like, every time. He's like, holy shit. Yeah. And he's he's jerking <laughs> off. <in> his, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, waiting for the car, waiting for the car. Oh, woo! <laughs> hey, speaking of that guy again, we forgot. What did the internal... Uh, uh, investigators say to him when she left? Like, you should put that in a gallery or something She said, like I
0: want to... S- he has those drawings of, like, sexy robot women that I... Oh, I'm the Depeche Mode characters?
1: Wrong. Yeah. And yeah. he says something about seeing his next exhibit, and he's like, my best stuff's at home. And I'm like, oh. oh yeah. Yeah, Which <laughs> you awful. know
0: it's just all tentacle porn. That guy, <laughs> oh, you know yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know it is. There's a lot of blood rape.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of murder boners. <laughs> uh, so they travel back in time... And they, I mean, it doesn't really make it, this whole thing, like you said, all right, they travel back in time and they're told to go to a factory, which they know the guy who Jean-Claude Van Damme is saying is illegally using time travel. They're saying that he's back in time and they go to the building of the company that makes the time travel chip and nobody's like, huh, that's weird. Maybe he's right or is there a way we can leave a message for ourselves in case the future changes? Like they have no safety
1: yeah. And and later on they question, oh, how is he even going back in time? We have the only time machine. But like 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 halfway through the movie they question that. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been question one to this mission. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well also I think the other question is they're like, we have the only time machine. It's like, no, you don't fuckers, otherwise you wouldn't have to regulate
1: time. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you stupid? Iran has one.
1: <laughs> like and it's Here's a, It's so inaccurate, right? They can't control any goddamn thing about it, really. No. Like they seem to be able to do something about it, but if if it's which so, is like, just
0: murder, people who went back in time.
1: Yeah. How is well? How is it so happenstance that you can't put anyone in a certain place? Like they're above rivers that we talked about. How do they even know where the hell everyone is? Because they went directly to that that factory place. How do they know he was there at that time period? His
0: PDA told him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is, is they call Paul like a, pilot. They call it a class four time like. The fucking problem. And then it jumped to a six. Yeah, and then it jumped to <laughs> a six. What's the scale on? I don't know. A hundred? Who knows? <laughs> but when he, like, nobody ever fills them in like what the issue is. Like, I, I don't understand what a six is or what a four is. Well,
0: and then what's even more confusing is they're like, it's a time four time thing. It, it just jumped to a six. They travel back in time. They get there. No one else has traveled back in time yet. No. Because they all show up after Jean so I'm like, it, this machine predicts the future? Yeah. I don't understand. It's...
1: And then, and then, and they arrive to this confusing sequence and one of the most infuriating sentences of movie science logic is said in which future senator says to past senator, evil senator, you can't touch me because mass can't occupy the same space.
0: Yes, which there's a a whole sub-thing there. But, like, the whole point of time travel is it's supposed to be like you can't, like touch your like be around yourself like you can't let yourself know that you traveled through time because it would create a time paradox or whatever that's not what happens nope and they i swear in the beginning they say if if the mass exists in the same place it could disrupt the time space continuum
1: yeah they say that which apparently is not true it just well or it is
0: and jean-claude van damme's like eh fuck it maybe i'll undo reality who cares
1: yeah he doesn't seem to care but also, if you touch yourself, you're not occupying the same space. You're just t- touching your- yourself. You'd have to enter your yeah. own body. He would have
0: to fuck himself in the ass.
1: Yeah, he'd have and to... And even
0: then, no, because he's still just going into an opening.
1: Yeah, exactly. like, I think... I, I don't know. I was looking this up. I just looked it up. So the the principle is the Paulini exclusion principle. Oh, this is important. It In which the picture, and Ben will vouch for it, looks like a 12-year-old boy came up with it. Sure does, but... Uh, I, I mean, I can't even begin to understand what it's saying, but I believe it's something like like two atoms or electrons can't be in the same spot at once because yeah. they literally can't. It's not that my hands can't touch each other. Because your future self isn't the same matter. It's something yeah. it's, it's, you're, you're not You're not the same... Oh my god, I can't even. I can't even get into it, Time time Cop. It's, it's nonsense.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. They don't really no, define the rules well. They don't really understand, like, the the grandfather paradox. They There's, like... This movie has the laxest rules for time travel. It's just like whatever fits the current it's situation. True. You know, yeah. like in Terminator, like the whole point of that movie is, is can you fix, can they change the past to affect the future? Or is it that no matter what, the future's always going to happen?
1: Yeah. And is- they may
0: be changing events in the past, but it doesn't matter because the future will still happen in the same way. There's always going to be a judgment day or whatever. And that's this the movie's... whole premise, is the paradox of time travel. This movie's just like, yeah, I get, they, whatever. If they go yeah. back in time, they can affect the future. Or yeah. They, they don't. Because sometimes people travel back in time and it doesn't affect anything.
1: Yep. And they also say in the beginning that you can't go into the future. Yeah. Yes. But that, what's considered the future is relative. So mm-hmm. if you go back to the 1930s, the, the 1940s are the future. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess the... The guess, future to what point? I think What, I'm what gonna, do you mean? I, I
0: can't believe I'm even going to try to justify this film. But I think the argument would be is you're still returning to your present. Like, you're, the time box, I'm assuming, is linked to the present.
1: Say time box again. Time box. Okay, thank you.
0: Why? Why did you want me to say it again? Is just your ringtone?
1: It's like a hustler vagina. <laughs> yeah, time box. Yeah,
0: give me some of that sweet time box, baby. <laughs> uh,
1: in this scene, also, jean Claude decides to exit the uh, the balcony he's on. Oh yeah, and not take the stairs that are two feet away. No, he <laughs> he puts his gun away, which you shouldn't do, and then he like, what did he do? Flip down? I forget. No, no, he, no down. he slides down the poles. Oh goddamn it! Yeah, that's right. Well, let's talk
0: about it real quick. They show up, and the gang that old senator brings with him is essentially, I think, the gang from Back to the Future 2. Like, everybody looks ridiculous. <laughs> There's a guy the wearing, glasses. like, the weird glasses. Yeah. Yep. And they all have guns, but as soon as he jumps down, they all drop him. And he just what fights them have- by hand until the one yeah. guy. Which I what find out mean- why, because that dude and him are, it's like, watching police files where they're, like, shooting at each other, like, two feet apart, and they can't hit each other. <laughs> Neither yeah. one of them, like, the one guy's just standing next to a railing. And he cannot hit him. I'm like, there's no reason you should be able to hit him.
1: And he's on a crane that's moving towards the platform. And at some point, he is no more than like six feet away from him. And he's he's also
0: hiding behind barrels that say flammable. (laughs) But burn, like they must be the slowest burning flammable material ever made. It must just have been like like asbestos covered in gasoline or something.
1: They have never played a video game, guys. Yeah, when
0: he goes to hide behind him, I'm like, oh, what are you doing, bro? That's like a real rookie mistake there.
1: I also like that um, you get a shot of the, the device they use, which doesn't seem to be that important in the movie later on. The device <laughs> no. they use to go back to the present. You
0: mean the garage
1: door opener? Yeah, the walk, yeah. The, the Walkman. Yeah, the, the, the cassette, grade school cassette t- deck, yeah. The miniature answering machine. It's, it's a future... Apparently, you need a whole fucking vehicle pod system in a warehouse run by 15 super geniuses to go back in time. But all you need is a fucking Walkman in your pocket. Well, you know what that is, Ben. <laughs> what is it?
0: It's the time box.
1: Ah. Uh. It's got, like, mechanical buttons. Like, pressury buttons. It's as <laughs> if the, the, the designer, the, like, the prop master was like, You know what? Things go back around in trend. It'll be the 70s yeah. in the future. it'll be like an just answering machine. May as well have been vinyl records as well. Now, I,
0: I have a question about this fight scene. And, and what I would call the first quip. The only <laughs> quip that I think counts. <laughs> oh.
1: I, this might be where I have a note, I actually, that is where I, sh- all caps, shouted, stop speaking in quips. So I'm baffled <laughs> yeah. at how you didn't notice all of the quips before. Now, <laughs>
0: so well, I'm counting quips, like, when I'm saying quips, I guess I'm talking like this is, uh, like, like, la vista, baby, or no, yeah, yippee no, Kaye ki- hi- motherfucker, like. Yeah, yeah. All well, right. I'll, I'll
1: explain my thoughts, but you, yeah, please.
0: Jean Cotton Van Dam shoots a pipe, which we find out, I guess, is full of liquid nitrogen? Mm-hmm. Then he climbs up onto them. The guy can't see him. He drops down and he kicks the guy who falls back into it and half of his body gets frozen. And then Jean-Claude Van Damme says what?
1: I couldn't understand it. Oh, I should have... Oh, no, he does something. He corrects himself later.
0: What I thought he said was have a nice day and then kicks him.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's probably... And I was
0: like, well, maybe (laughs) maybe he said have an ice day but I'm like that's equally as
1: stupid it sounds well, like Jean-Claude kicked him and then he fell down and he goes oh I could've made an ice pun oh well, damn that's what, no, that's what he did he literally said to the what's her name he's like I should've said freeze oh he said right. that to her that's right he he in the context of the movie, he thinks he should have said a cool catchphrase. Yeah. What if that wasn't scripted? He's just like, no, I should have said freeze. And they're like, no, no, John, John, John we're filming. John, no, we're filming, no. right? And then he just <laughs> says it to her and like real
0: asshole. You know how expensive 35mm film is? We're just gonna, you know what, just check the gate. Moving on. Just, just roll, just roll, roll, roll. <laughs> John, you ruined tape. T- ah, fine. Uh, who gives a shit? Anytime he talks, he's ruining the tape. Also, he uh... made me film his ass for an entire <laughs> roll of film. <laughs> It's <laughs> like twelve uh, grand and just
1: ass. Filled, so, filled buttocks. An important, confusing moment happens here. His partner, the IA agent, reveals that she's betraying him for, I guess, power in the future,
0: Monty. so she can
1: be like, po- like in the president's pocket. I don't. When he's the president. Which, by the way, of all the goals to go for with your time travel power. Mm-hmm. President? Really? Well, well, I'm just baffled. Yeah. I was A I was position
0: remind- which has a whole group of people whose job <laughs> yeah. it is is to watch you. Yeah. Checks and balances. Yeah, he's like-, like, I'm the most powerful man in the world, assuming I also got all of the Senate to do what I want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was... This brought me back to a time when movies used senators as villains. Like, remember when they were scary? Yeah. Like, ooh, the senator's gonna kill someone. That was back they were, like,
0: funny scary. Now we're just like, oh, yeah. shit, these guys... Yeah,
1: now we're... We have morons running things, and they're evil people. <laughs> but, like, his plan is so vague. And her 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 part of it is even more vague. She's like, I'm going to somehow gain power. And, and so instantly, you're like, fuck you. That uh, Whatever confusing thing you think you're going to do, yeah. you're an asshole. So when she gets shot, you're like, oh, she died. And then she's in the hospital, and suddenly he's like, it's all right. We all make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I'm like, wait, "Fine. wait, what? <laughs> it wasn't yeah. like... It wasn't like she was on your side, and then he threatened her family or something, and she was, like, forced to make a harsh decision, and you understand. She was like, no, I want some, I want some money. I want to, like, let a, let a bad guy become president so I can so, ride along. Well,
0: here's the other thing, I think. All right. They, they shoot – he kills a bunch of people there. There's all these guns there. They murder the guy who makes the chip. They leave, and he travels back in time and they're like he's like oh no he changed the the future but it's like yeah no shit you also left behind about 42 futuristic guns Yep. None of these people exist ten years like they they exist ten years ago but are still alive, like so I'm like this yep.
1: I'm like you guys are the worst at your fucking job so bad at this and her body right she yeah, he went she went back to there? the past with her time travel device probably yeah but yeah you no know, exactly so she gets picked up by the paramedics with like a laser w- wound yeah just we've never seen anything like this before did you. And w- Actually, no, I take it back. I would say they'd be like, oh, God, a time travel device, but it just looks like a Walkman. Yeah, go, oh, someone shot her Walkman. It's not working. <laughs> what jams does she listen no, to? Don't know. That thing skips. Get, it, get, it. Uh, get rid of it. There's no skip protection on there. Uh, uh, yeah, but then he reveals that he's changed the future. He's fucked up yeah, the well, TEC he, from existing. He goes, that was
0: his, the best he could do. Well, here's the thing that I thought was interesting. <laughs> he travels to the future and the TEC is being shut down. It's being unfunded. So it did exist at one point in time. But here's the part that I find interesting. One of the things that's changed is uh, Chronic Masturbator now has like his... He's like wearing a suit. His hair's... I'm like, so if this guy becomes president, this dude's not like the world's creepiest pervert?
1: (laughs) I'm like, how are those two things related? What was his subplot? He turns into Thin Gillette. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) God damn it.
0: That is a perfect... Oh uh, yeah, so so then they he's like you got to send me back, and this guy agrees for like the stupidest reasons ever. But he agrees to send him back. The police chief. Now we're told that this machine needs to be set perfectly because otherwise you'll fly through it and slam into the wall. This guy sets it up by himself, and then the machine is shot repeatedly by machine guns. Yeah, no problem. He just lands in the middle of like Iowa.
1: He triggers the machine while in a hail of gunfire. Well, that's the time when he spawns in front of the uh, truck, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if, like, the nerd guy whose whole job was to be this incredible super genius who runs this machine. And he watches a tubby administrator run the whole thing by himself. He goes, boy, there goes my job, fucking security. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, think about it, too. The guy who does it is the head of this thing who spent 30 or 40 years on a police force. Why the fuck would he ever have asked how to set up the machine? Yeah. Yeah. Like I work for a company that the people who own it, they used to know how to run the machines and they don't even know how to. I mean like they started in the like from the bottom up. They built this business. They don't even know how to fucking run the machines now. There's no way this guy to ask.
1: Yeah. It's a also, also the Evil Sunder leaves that that the whole warehouse scene being like I'm going to get you for this. Mm-hmm. And then he goes forward and shuts their department down after 30 years of service like he lets like there's so many things he could have done don't let it get funded in the first place don't let it get funded well he still needs to stop
0: he needs to stop those iranians from using that uh that general lee bullion yeah now he travels back in time and he goes to find her body he meets her and he says i need proof that you were back in this time zone why i don't know Why he goes and gets the blood, I guess, is just so he can find out that his wife's pregnant because it's never brought up in the rest of the movie.
1: Nope, sure isn't. And thank God that
0: his wife happened to go there to get her blood work done. Now, Hmm. they come back and she's dead and there's a needle in her IV and a nurse comes in and is like, oh my God, security. He runs out and instead of trying to perform CPR, pulling the needle out, trying to figure out what's going on. She chases after him and just lets this woman die. She does not try at all to save this nope. woman's life. She is a horrible doctor. So Jean Claude Van Damme runs to the mall and through
1: the window, though. Yes, when he got there via window. There's a lot of people diving out of windows in this movie. There's like at least eight scenes of someone diving out of window. I'm pretty sure the producers like one of them like owns a, a, a sugar glass factory. Yes, yeah, brother, like that. His yeah. brother-in-law, or he just like he
0: just gets off on defenestration or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's just like, oh yeah.
1: yeah oh man that's his work jerk off time yeah he's like "Uh, i
0: don't i don't have fake titty vr i gotta i gotta i gotta see jean-claude's stunt gut double get thrown through a window
1: but i I love this next sequence because jean-claude van damme shows up with a little bit of a mullet um Mm -hmm. and he's he's 10 years old hairstyle he's barely he looks no different he just has a mullet and he shows up and his wife's like, who the fuck are you? And then she keeps going,
0: what happened to you? I'm like, well, he just aged. Nothing. The, it's not like the, he's missing an eye.
1: It's like the wind blew at him once. It's yeah. all it is. His hair his hair is, is blown back slightly. <laughs> and she's like, who the fuck are you?
0: She might be confused because she's like, you're from 10 years in the future and you still are this bad at English?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have learned.
0: And like the way he like convinces her, he's like, I know who to go to if I need a birdhouse. It's like, that's what, not like, well, this is the day you we got married. This is like, you you know, I, I, you know, I like a wet finger in my butt or something. You know, it's just like, <laughs> he just picks like the most bizarre thing. like, what if she doesn't remember the birdhouse? <laughs> like, it's not like it was like pinnacle to your relationship. It's just the oh, one yeah. thing you
1: recorded. God. So and then And then we enter a sequence that takes up the entire third act of this movie.
0: Yes, which is, which is he. His plan is to save them from the people who are coming to murder him. He stops the guy at the front door and takes his gun, and is immediately disarmed. He had one fucking job. He knew how it went <laughs> down, and he fucks it up. Like, why didn't you just shoot the guy?
1: Why are you trying to take him captive?
0: You know what he's there for.
1: Yeah, everyone's taking everyone. Everyone's like freeze. Wants everyone to stop. You know everyone's a dickhead. Just shoot them. Shoot everybody. Also, uh, at this point, the movie completely shifts focus to this. And Jean-Claude is after just protecting his wife. God knows why he went home for it. I don't...
0: Well, here's the other thing that's weird. Is, okay, Jean-Claude gets caught. They, uh, Young Jean-Claude hears the noise. He turns off the outside lights, but I thought the house didn't have power. But he turns off the outside lights, and when they turn around to look, old Jean-Claude Van Damme kicks one of them and then runs away. And then he spends most of the fight scene slowly walking around their house while yeah. three gunmen go inside I'm like you're this is just awful
1: yeah. not to mention the greater plot is there's a man who's got complete time travel capacity who's murdering people and becoming the president of the United States mm-hmm. and buying the government of the United States he is the biggest threat to this movie and Jean-Claude just goes to make sure his wife doesn't die he has no idea this guy's going to show up here before yeah. no, he, he's he going to see know. him again. He
0: does know that he's coming back because he realizes that they sent those people to kill him and his wife.
1: Yeah, the henchman, not the senator himself. Oh, yeah, he
0: has no idea. I don't... I,
1: fuck he has no I idea, the idea the senator's going to be around. Yeah. The senator could be off in the future, ruling the world, and he has no idea. But then this fight, this
0: whole thing is really dumb. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Dam tells his wife, young young Max tells his wife to climb out on top of a roof during a rainstorm to hide from gunmen while he hides in the rafters and then fails at kicking a guy out a window.
1: Yep. yep. And then his wife nearly dies from falling off of a roof. And she
0: ends up killing the guy while he's holding on to what has to be the strongest gutter ever made. Those things are (laughs) aluminum. They bend if you hit them with like a wiffle ball. Yeah.
1: How did she get that angle, by the way, too? She's, like, leaning back and, like, shooting, but it went through the roof underneath the overhang? Like, yeah, it's completely illogical. And then the senator shows up for no reason. just cause. Well, He sent six henchmen to do it with laser guns. And even though they suck, why is he just going to show up?
0: Well, here's what's weird, all right? After, after he lets the wife down, she crawls down a pole, and she's supposed to go get help. Jean-Claude Van Damme, or young Max, climbs back up onto the roof, and he hears a guy coming. Instead of just standing slightly out of view and waiting for the guy to stick his head out the window, he goes about like this convoluted like monkey climbing all over the side of the building, and then as soon as he looks over the roof, the guy's like, gotcha, and shoots him. Yeah, and I'm just it's, like, wow, you, and he had a gun. I'm like, why didn't you just stand there and wait for him to come out and shoot him? And then we go inside, and all this stuff happens, and it turns out the old senator is there, like you said, I don't know why, with... Jean-Claude Van Damme's wife and a uh, like a, a like the beats pill speaker system that Yeah, he says, he says is
1: C4. C4. Yeah. Like that's not that impressive of an explosion. <laughs> and he's
0: like it's C4. I'm like that's a every pretty we we had C4 in 1994. Got you just put that. it in a
1: tube. Why didn't he say like a, it, it's you have complete movie science at your disposal. Say like thermonuclear say C6. See, C- yeah, <laughs> at least make it seem it's, like it advanced. It's C eight. It's twice as good. But you, you don't even have to say anything. You can just say it's a bomb. Yeah, it doesn't true. matter. But why say C four? And then he puts it in their linen closet. <laughs> well, those sheets were dirty. Which I was like, that why? Why is
0: it in the? Why did you put it in the linen closet? And then and, and young, I'll oh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I have to get in here because this is the worst villain showdown in the history of action movies. So, so, A, there's no reason for the senator to be here. He has absolutely no purpose. He's got greater world-solving things to be doing. Jean-Claude is currently zero threat. Jean-Claude has no plan to stop him. Well, I guess you he know, has that, that
0: girl's yeah. blood
1: question. No, thing? Jean-Claude is just here to to to, to save, save his, his wife. wife. Yeah. yeah, the blood's nothing.
0: Well, I think he's trying to... I think they're supposed to kill him this time, too. He knows he failed, so he sent... I don't... That's what I mean is... The beginning of the movie, is that like a separate timeline? I, don't I have,
1: have no idea. That's why this. But right now sense. in this scene, the senator has control over the United States and potentially the world. And for some reason, he thinks this is the most important thing. He thinks it's so important that he says, as the bomb is counting down, that he's just going to die there in the building and explode. Even though he has a gun pointed at a disarmed junk. junk also, what it doesn't him. make any
0: sense is he's like... Uh, you know, myself will still grow up and become president. It's like, yeah, but you never got to be president, jackass, because he'll still travel back in time and die. Do you not understand how time travel works?
1: Just shoot him now. He's standing in front of you. But no, he says, I'm going to wait for this bomb to go off and kill everybody for no reason. And then, yeah, his past self shows up because Jean-Claude left a message? Yeah, left a voicemail. That's his weakness. That was, that's the villain's weakness. If you it's, call his punctuality, if and you call him and ask for him to do consensual. something over voicemail, he has to do it. It's like a genie. And what was that voicemail? He,
0: because he uh, just said, "Hey, come out to this guy's house."
1: Oh, I got. <laughs> I am you. I oh, have an accent in the future. He you have become that, a German national. If, the, the old senator even says, uh, or the or like the younger senator even says, "Oh, he got like a message from his secretary." What is it? What was the call? Like he called and goes, hi. Uh, yeah, I need you to come out to this old house. Just tell him it's
0: future him.
1: It's future. Yeah. No, no, that's not correct because then you won't. You'll be confused. You don't understand time travel because you're a secretary. Okay, uh, just just come out. Just tell him to come out. Write down. Just come out to address. Like there's, and there's tell him no to wait li-
0: until the most operate until he, he knows there's a good line for him to poke his head around.
1: Yeah. wait. until John Claude can say stop arguing with yourself
0: again I feel like if time travel was real we should go back in time and write the quips for this movie because they are bad
1: (laughs) though they're terrible and that's the thing like they kept saying like he'd say one someone would say something like back to him that was supposed to be quippy and then he'd have two more on top of that and they were all terrible but like I'm sorry I'm just so stuck on this the younger senator would have to walk up to the house that he was anonymously told to go to this abandoned Victorian house in the middle of the suburbs and show up to where there's just dead gunmen everywhere and be like yeah alright I'll keep going in and then come in all the way in the house see the back of Jean-Claude doing a victory speech and then go well now's a good time to pop in and then come in and just be like what are we hey, what are we doing We doing a bomb thing what's going on This <laughs> just the stupidest thing I've ever seen in a film
0: well, and then when Jean-Claude grabs his, the other guy and throws him, the old old senator has plenty of time to just sidestep. Instead, yeah. he's just like, no, don't come here. Don't touch me. It's just like, what? And then when they do touch, they turn into...
1: A Windows 95 screensaver?
0: Yeah, like just like <laughs> some <laughs> gack or something. I didn't exactly understand what was going on. Is supposed to
1: be their insides or something? It becomes like a swirl of like bad CGI. Oh, like the worst. red mist. It's it's like so Terminator. You know, like the liquid metal yeah. wasn't good CGI, but it looked good because it was supposed to be metal, right? So it looks fine. Yeah, it's the same technology except for things that aren't supposed to be metal looking. Except they look metal looking. It, yeah, you took, garbage. Me- you took the you took the 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 Terminator two like. Liquid metal, yeah. And then you apply like a shitty red like texture filter in Photoshop to it, and Mm -hmm. then then that's I guess what people on the inside look like. Yeah. Well, they probably used Print Shop back then. Then. Yeah, Print Shop. Deluxe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also,
0: during this scene, the woman you know falls a little bit off of a roof. She gets shot. She gets thrown out of a building during an explosion, I don't think that kid's going to make it.
1: <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> oh, that That's a dark, dark, trouble. but correct point. Yeah. And then I thought this
0: movie ended on like one of the, the, like a really sad note. He comes back and he goes back to the present and everybody's weird. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go home. He, he goes home. And his son comes out and his wife's there and his son, who is supposed to be, he would be 10 years old, but is talking like he's like six because he's like, mom said you you do a barbecue. It's like 10 year olds don't talk like that. They're like little people by that point. But he's like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh my, this dude just came back and now he's going to live with his wife and his son who he has no memories of. He does not know anything that's happened in the last 10 years. I'm like, that's, is, that's horrifying.
1: Which is part of like the overall confusing time of this movie. Sometimes changing the past changes everyone's memories, and then sometimes it doesn't. What, it, seemed, sometimes,
0: it, it seems to not change the memories of the people who are traveling through time, but everybody else gets affected, I guess.
1: Pretty, yeah, it's pretty confusing. And I also expected that when the senator touches himself yeah. and becomes doesn't exist anymore essentially. Yeah, Cronenberg self. That everyone would just like forget he existed like he would have wiped himself out of time entirely but instead they're just like oh, he turned to goo. Alright. Yeah, like I thought would, my thought would be once he died would Maybe mean that none of that happened, so the time thing didn't happen. Which is all unraveled, so yeah. that yeah, so then so then the 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 Jean Claude we see at the end is young Jean Claude. Like that there's no thing but I don't think any of that's what happened. No. He just he goes, Oh well, it turned to goop back to the present where things a, are much better now. They just had a three way, all three Jean Claude's. Yeah. Well, and then two. once again the time machine fucking organization is <sighs> like, What do you mean things are different? The past can't change. Anyway, we're the time travel people. <laughs> we don't know anything about time travel. Oh, my God.
0: They are, like, when you really break it down, they are the worst. They, they should yeah. not be in charge. <laughs> Holy smokes. I think that may be the worst government-run agency, and that is really saying something. <laughs> so that's You're... that's how the movie ends,
1: Mm-hmm. And then it adds into a, a sick uh, uh, credit sequence song about time. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Written by the smithereens. The smithereens, yeah. God, this
0: ah. this film was...
1: It, infuriating.
0: It was perfect <laughs> in how bad it was. It was I'm just... Kidding. it From, like, the start till, like, the last shot, I'm just like, I don't understand what is going on in this movie. Don't understand the choices for design, for costuming... The, there is no plot
1: yeah normally when we do this kind of thing we have to like watch a movie with a particular eye where I'm like oh I'm looking for moments like a nitpick and be and, and like and like and like pick apart and make fun of mm-hmm. you don't have to even look a little bit in this movie as long something.
0: as your face is towards the screen you'll, <laughs> you'll see something
1: <laughs> yeah yeah as Something's a, as a casual offensive. watcher you'd be like what the fuck is happening? It's it's as if someone because like the, the, so the ending focus of the plot and like kind of the very beginning there is 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 a personal story right a man's wife is is ripped from him and taken away so he wants to go back and save it but some guy was like fuck that we need a bunch of crazy stuff in there maybe Stallone will be in it no Jean Claude fine let's go let's do a bunch of space shit except it's garbage and then no but the director still got a bunch of a little bit of his weird like heartfelt stuff at the end. Except there, there was no heart at all. It was the coldest I love my wife I've ever seen in my life. Yep.
0: It was, yeah, I think we're in grance It was not good.
1: <laughs> you know what would have been a better movie? Just following that 1920 guy on his, yeah. daily, his daily, his 9 to 5. His, his 9 to, his commute, ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to see him drive graphic. to like Pennsylvania or wherever the other time machine was. <laughs> yeah, get into dumb. it every day. And just like, on his phone, just like, like, like checking a tweet real quick. He goes, oh, we're doing the Oh, the 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 track thing where I got thrown at a wall. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, I feel oh, like... they got their they got their own porn guy at the other place. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. In the 1920s, there's a guy jerking off to like a girl showing like her, just her calf. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a fake calf. She got him done, you know. It's just mm-hmm,
1: mm. oh, that, that you mean that horrendous 1920s fake calf stuff. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, ugh. I mean, I'm just sticking with that because I'm really curious about it. When you go back in time in the 1920s to run this stock empire that you have, yeah. you can't be making big changes every day. Like you can't, you can't be coming in every day and from nine to five buying companies based off of your recommend. You can't. Th- that can't be your whole day. every day. I feel day.
0: like you just would have to do it the once.
1: Yeah, you have to do it a couple times. But to have that job, you'd have to keep showing up. Yeah, which means he has days where he just kind of comes in and just like I don't know, listens to his Walkman. Like he like must have. He must up. have come. Come, gone to the past found a guy Yeah,
0: gotten a job
1: yeah but I bet you he like told someone a secret and finally convinced someone to make an investment and yeah. it was good
0: well he's it's he, the senator's set it up so I assume he's got like gold or something that he turns into money yeah,
1: that, yeah. I
0: mean when you really think about it it's like absurd because like where's he getting money that they would take in the 1920s to set up the, to buy this stuff then he gets a job with like no recommendations because he's not a real person He somehow gets, like, a huge-ass office, so he must be very good at being a stockbroker, but it seems as though he's only been doing it for, like, a week.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, okay, so the turnover during the stock market crash was high for executives, I imagine, from the couple movies I've seen about it. But I don't Um, think they
0: were replacing them. Like I don't well, think they were like, mm, we need another with guy to people fail People the
1: street, with no, no I, background no, or history. But I bet you he found some guy and is like, "Hey there, Jacko! I got a real hot tip for you, <laughs> Smoothie Boy." And then like he true? like
0: was that your attempt to be from the 1920s? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you? Did you play the Irish cop in this movie? <laughs> uh, little known secret. A us hear the line. Uh, hey there, Smoothie Boy. <laughs> I, is Smoothie Boy? I got a real hot tip for you. I don't know why. Smoothie Boy? I think I want to say, like, Smooth Joe, not that that's any he better. It's hey, so Smooth good. Joe. It's Again, this is just Smoothie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for the reason why I want this guy to be his own movie. Well, I I, I, just, I just want to watch like like <laughs> like time travel to Wall Street guy. That's like I keep thinking of Hudsucker Proxy. Like the whole I think like the, that whole situation. Yeah. Except that that guy like I think this guy came from the future and had like a tip. I genuinely think he had a tip for someone. Who was yeah. Like, look at this, buy this today, it'll pay out, and then it did because you can look back at historical annals, right? So we could t- predict it, and then they t- trusted him, and eventually the 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 guy who was the boss killed himself because mm-hmm. maybe he didn't give him good tips, and all the stock market oh, crashed. Shit. Yeah, you guess what this guy walks into the office this is my new thing I'm in charge of this place this is my boy smoothie boy smoothie <laughs> boy smoothie girl why
0: would he refer to it as a speakeasy when it's clearly just a stock exchange?
1: because <laughs> I am just rambling words is it
0: is it impressive that he's putting more effort into this fake backstory than anyone who worked on this movie did on the actual plot? <laughs>
1: Well, I think well, I think this, this guy in the movie is the smartest time traveler. Like, he's got a full plans. At
0: least he's wearing And a the suit. best
1: gun. Yeah, and the best gun. <laughs> and he, for whatever reason, probably knew future people would be coming after him, but did not hire a future bodyguard. He just had a pugilist. Yeah. Just, yeah. Love it. Just the guy with the coolest mustache he found. The only smart guy in this movie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Well, Pogues, speaking of this movie, where the fuck would you rate it?
0: Oh, you mean in our list? Yeah, on our list. Uh, I don't know, because we forgot to do it for Scott Pilgrim again.
1: Doesn't goddamn matter. Is it the top or the bottom? Well, okay, the really important thing is we've watched bad movies, we've watched good movies. Is this above or below uh, Alien vs. Predator for you?
0: Above. I would rather watch this again than Alien vs. Predator.
1: Really? <laughs> I think I would actually put Alien vs. Predator above this guy. Really? I,
0: I just found this movie more... I mean, it's, they're both not good movies.
1: Right. They're terrible, but, but I I found this like a, a, one
0: funnier to watch.
1: I thought I could follow the plot of Alien vs. Predator. I understood where it had it was stupid, but I got where it was going. This movie had no fucking sense. Well then I- I'm it. gonna have
0: to tell you you're wrong, because Rotten what? Tomatoes is Damn Alien vs. Predator like a twenty-one percent, and this movie uh-huh. a forty-three.
1: What are you Doing, telling that, me this is that, Is that adjusted for inflation? Yes,
0: the, the critics <laughs> were adjusted for inflation. Well, it turns out they're using 2004 tomato Oh, okay,
1: okay, okay, that's different. Uh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: But yeah, I, I don't know. I think this movie was more enjoyable to watch because it was funnier. Alien versus Predator was just like boring, and I was annoyed through most of it. This movie, I was just like, this is just really bad. And humorous, yep. and it's awful. Maybe if I had to watch it again, I'd blow my brains out. But
1: <laughs> Michael, would you would you recommend this movie to anybody? Uh, well, I'd rate this movie eight Van Damme butt cheeks. Eight that means out of anything. how many Van Damme butt cheeks? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. All right. What, what scale do you use, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the standard, Ben. <laughs> how does that convert to metric? Uh, about one and a half. Okay. One and a half Tom uh. Cruise butts.
0: <laughs> I don't know why he's metric.
1: Well, we don't have any uh, sequential to cinema to talk about here because we <laughs> there's don't barely, barely any comic to find. But I, I promise you, uh, before before the, the week's up, I will have, I'll dig up uh, something and uh, have uh, some cool images for you to reference. I'm gonna try uh, to find a
0: picture of that uh, guy and find a picture of Danny McBride.
1: please do, yes. Just show everyone what you're talking about. Yeah, Ben, you found one picture from probably the. the... The panels from the the subsequent yes. uh, graphic novel, and it shows a time machine that is cool looking, like it makes sense, unlike what's in the movie. And I just that thing w- looked like it, like oh, this might send someone through time, but otherwise, I mean, <sighs> yeah, the, the shot shows um uh like like an old timey like nineteen forties like. Like where we're having something on rails would make sense. Yeah, like uh, the rocket test waves. it's like a rocket on rails. Yeah. yeah, And then, but it went through like a bunch of like Tesla coils and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, I get it. You're you're passing through fields of energy to try something. and sure. something makes sense there at least. There's some kind of rogue movie science in there. Yeah, but that one's just like an empty room with a big like like screw on it and a like nut. a big symbol on the wall. Well, there's a
0: tuning like, fork that you fly through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, did they ever go through it though they yes, don't, they don't that's, go through when it. they
0: hit it that's what sends them back in no
1: time. I think they did it but I think they were supposed to but I don't think I ever saw that happen it, it they, did you guys I don't think oh, you watched okay. this movie very closely <laughs> we may not have a, I,
0: I really watch these films deep in like a Brechtian sort of <laughs> I really get deep into the film the meaning mm-hmm. behind it and I think the real lesson in this movie is don't watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movies
1: I think that's correct uh, is there anything
0: we missed that you guys wanted to talk about? I was just scrolling back through my notes. I don't see anything we missed.
1: Uh, I think I think we 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 covered it. What uh. What do you got? Well, there was that whole like the way he like scarred his cheek. The the senator's oh, yeah. cheek got cut in that fight scene in the chip factory. That's something that was no longer relevant in no, the No, like it movie. didn't. I think the only reason is you could then tell the two senators apart because one had a bandage at the end <laughs> yeah. and one had a scar. I think but that was the only reason they did it. dumb. Well, I mean, I, I
0: appreciated the idea of that, but it never paid off or affected anyone else, so it was real dumb. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it was super lazy, too. Like, there wasn't, like, there was something cool going on. It was just, put a band-aid on one and, like, ah, uh, just, I don't know, p- put a pen mark on the other guy. It wasn't anything cool garbage alright
0: well I think then that's it unless there was something else you guys had
1: nope Uh, I'm done yelling about time cop which is how I like to spend my time well I mean I I do have a question I could pose yeah alright who would be the better 80s or 90s action star to have been in this movie besides J.C.B.D.? yeah I mean, you, you nailed it with, uh, would you say Stallone? <laughs> uh, yeah, like as if Stallone, because he might have a little heart. I saw Stallone because it, it reminded me of the uh, Judge Dredd, the original Judge Yeah, yeah, Dredd. or Demolition Man. Or Demolition Man, yeah, yeah. I felt very much in that there. I have to so say, I say that Stallone I'm offended that
0: you guys think that Stallone would be in this movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think Stallone had good taste in movies that he was in? Did
0: you see Demolition Man? I rest my case.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough.
0: Murder, death, kill? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Can we watch that? Next? Uh, I, there's own. there's
0: movies where I feel like I'm just gonna like tenuously link them to comic books just so we can watch them. Uh, yeah,
1: can we please do that? There's one? probably a Demolition Man comic book that came after the movie. Yeah, it doesn't. Count. Yeah, when
0: we eventually run out of movies that are based on comics, I'm gonna get like real. No, like we're gonna watch John Carter. Uh... No,
1: no, no. That, then we're gonna go to our other podcast, uh, 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 Cage with Cage, where you we force you to watch Nicolas Cage. Movies. Oh, that's <laughs> it... right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So was that even from? <laughs> I
1: don't remember. But it has something to do with locking each other into cages oh. and watching Nichols Cage movies. Is it, isn't John Carter actually, it is a comic book before, isn't it? It was a written series. Oh, written okay. yeah. Yeah. So oh a written series. So it doesn't technically count as... Although the yeah. comics came out before the movie. True. So i yeah. it, possibly.
0: If we run out of movies to watch. Sorry, I just yawned on air. I'm a real professional. Yeah.
1: Way to bring the energy up at the end here. Wow. But uh, let's talk, uh, Mike, uh, you know, As we always do at the end of the podcast, you got any, uh, any plugs, any, uh, any, 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 uh, uh, places people can find you on social media? Oh boy. I've got some really great, uh, movie reviews I used to do. (laughs) Ah, yes. Drunk movie reviews is Uh, is my favorite thing. Well, 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 I I know you're you're
0: married and you do this podcast, so there's at least two things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you search drunk movie reviews on YouTube, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a bunch of those on there. With a fat, drunk me, unforgivably drunk, talking about bad movies. Are you forgivably fat, or? Uh, I'm. <laughs> then no. I, I'm just I'm curious ha- that you decided to I codify how I... drunk you were. Oh well, you'll but, understand when you watch a few. Yeah, I've seen them, oh, especially okay. the Christmas special. I love the Christmas special. <laughs> My wife's in it. Well, that you're the thing you should be more of a favorite than drunk movie reviews. True, probably. that's a good point. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's about it these days. Uh Uh, I got another movie review thing coming out, but I don't even know when the hell that's happening. Is uh, 127 Condiments available to watch anywhere? Uh, No, that's going to be hitting uh, uh, festivals soon, I guess. Excellent. So that's going to be a thing where you can see almost every inch of my body uh, unforgivably fat as well. Mike's in a short film that was filmed here uh, in 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 i I'm sorry. (coughs) in chicago um and <laughs> i
0: was i was uh,
1: told people were disappointed that i didn't mention chicago
0: in the solo mini episode
1: <laughs> but mike mike said a short film in which he uh uh in which a version of himself traps himself in a refrigerator yeah uh, all 127 hours uh it's called 127 condiments and it's uh, fucking fantastic was it, would you also say it's fucking vile, though? It's gross as hell. I love yeah. it because he's because he's fat in it. it.
0: That's just like you. No, there's, You're a real there's
1: let's, let's just say there's some nudity and some uh, some some gore and some and some puking and some how shit. much it's, everything gross. Both sexes of nudity, we, uh-huh. we're we're equal equal yeah. nudity. Mm-hmm. Uh, how uh,
0: how lovingly do you shoot your own ass on a scale of one to Jean Claude Van Damme?
1: It's hairy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's like one. Van Damme butt cheek. It's yeah. no good. Oh, that yeah.
0: does not sound good, guys. Uh, Taint? Do you have nice. a Do you have a Twitter or anything you want to plug?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Twitter at the address lll debaser mm-hmm. Easy to remember. <laughs> uh, Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, okay. I don't know what the hell else I do. No, it's all. Oh, I have a website called Youth Culture Killed My Dog. Love that place. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing going on. Oh, can I? Here I'd like go. to plug a podcast I have. Yeah. Oh, please do.
0: yeah. You know what? We got to go, guys. Time's up.
1: <laughs> ah, it's a defunct podcast called Fudgecast, where it's yeah. uh, my friend, myself, and I talking. Myself and I, my friend and I talking about our friend Jay. And that's all it's about—just our friend Jay. It's about him. It's just about our friend Jay. Okay. I have a question. We'll just talk about him.
0: Is any plug that you've done actually still going or available?
1: <laughs> I have another podcast coming out. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. no. I have nothing that's current. Even I've got a Twitter a movie account. That, like... I got a
0: movie that might come out. I have a website that doesn't have anything on it. <laughs> I, I have some my... old YouTube videos.
1: <laughs> I got nothing. I got asked about plugs. I got nothing. I've got an old Twitter account called Dirty Dumps, and uh, <laughs> it's got pictures of my poop on it that's not why not could you could you just edit all the plugs just to be only that one <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remember the password
0: um, yeah because I'm sure you're gonna see you're gonna get that uh, not another origin uh, story bump in
1: followers I would say at this point uh, where you could find me but hey, it doesn't matter anymore because just do just go to that Twitter account oh because... which one <laughs> I'm not going to say or it. dot thickshits.com. <laughs> oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> Is that your other website? Working on the sequel for Dirty Dumps. Woo! <sighs> All right. Well, as usual, you can find me at The Disco Pony, as well as my uh, video game comedy uh, Twitter account, The Strangelog, or just any of my old video game writings or uh, material whatsoever at therealbenchatman.com.
0: Uh, You can find me on Instagram at itspogues and check out my art at artofpogues.com. And we have a special plug, uh, which I I don't know why I waited to do it at the end of the show because I'm a natural-born marketer. Uh, The first ever Not Another Origin Story t-shirt is going to go up for sale. I'll put a link up on our Facebook page. Uh, I showed it to Ben. He seemed to enjoy it. So hopefully you guys do too, and I'm sure we'll sell tons of them. (laughs) was that sarcasm palpable or should i do it again
1: i could taste, taste it in yeah whoa nice jinx <laughs>
0: he owes you a dirty poop
1: Mmm. that's real thick shit all right one podcast needs to go by where you don't say that pokes I
0: right don't say what he owes you a dirty shit
1: <laughs> yeah
0: all right i'll try but i'm not making any promises well that's it for this week Uh, if you have any comments corrections anything you'd like to say about this spectacular film or questions you just want to hear us answer uh, or complaints about our guest which should be many uh, (laughs) go to facebook.com slash n-a-o-s pod and leave your comments and me and me and, me and me and Ben will read them on the mini episode next week where we'll tell you about the next film up thanks P